Hey, this is Brent Jensen, and you're listening to No Sleep Till Sudbury, the show where we talk about the music that makes your skin vibrate. And today is the conclusion of No Sleep Till Sudbury's special three-part series featuring Honeymoon Suite. Part one featured Honeymoon Suite singer Johnny D discussing the songs that make his skin vibrate. The following week was Honeymoon Suite guitarist Derry Gran with his skin vibrating songs. And now, in part three, we've got them both. Johnny and Derry are both here, and we're going to have some fun discussing each other's songs. So guys, welcome back to the show. I appreciate you taking the time. Hey, Brent. Hey, Derry. <laughs> Hi, Brent. Hi, guys. Good to be back. Nice talking to you. Thank you. Great talking to you guys. I appreciate you doing this. It's going to be fun. So now that you've done your individual episodes... And the concept was to discuss five songs each that elicit an emotional reaction that make your skin vibrate. Now, you've known each other for a long time, for most of your lives, really. And obviously, you've spent a lot of time together over several decades, important time, writing songs together on tour buses, late nights, all that stuff. So now, Johnny, in your episode, you guessed correctly that Richie Blackmore would appear somewhere on Derry's list. Oh, geez, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a given. <laughs> and Derry, in your initial episode, you had guessed that Ian Hunter would appear on Johnny's list somewhere, which it did. Yeah, right. I'd be surprised if it didn't. <laughs> yeah. So now what we're going to do, and we don't have to do a big reveal because Derry has listened to Johnny's episode now. So Johnny, can you guess any other of, uh, of Derry's tunes? Blackmore was the first. Eddie yeah. Van Halen's got to be in there. Ah, good. Um, geez, then we go and we get into slow hand, right? So I don't know Derry's list. When I say slow hand, I'm talking about not riffing away. Um, we get, what do you possibly mention David Gilmore? Um, what do you mention Eric Clapton possibly? I don't know. Um, Derry's always online discovering new guitar players. Well, not new guitar players, but new to me. He'll send me. They'll send me uh, something <clears throat> via the computer. I go, Johnny, check this out. The latest one was uh, okay. I don't remember this guy's name, so don't get me wrong. It's like Dirk's Trucks or something like that. This guy was uh, one of the best, most famous guitar players, uh, slide guitar players, played with the Allman Brothers. But okay, maybe maybe I got two out of five instead of four out of five. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, so so let's go through Derry's list then. So you've got Grand Funk Railroad. Are you ready? Okay. Alice Cooper, 18. Should have said Alice Cooper. Okay. Van Halen. That's that album with the snake on it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Van Halen, I'm the one. You guessed that. Uh, Peter Gabriel, Don't Give Up. That one might surprise you a little bit. Uh, Yeah, that's more of a lyric sort of track. I don't hear hear the guitar wizardry in that, but (laughs) that's a great great track. It's one of my favorites, too like when me and Don Henley are like, I could have said boys of summer. Right. But I didn't, you know, regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a great track. Peter Gabriel. Yeah. Come on. Love that stuff. His last one is a great one. Deep purple burn. So there's the Blackmore reference. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 So Derry, you've, you've heard Johnny's songs. You know what, you know what his list is. I, yeah. Well, just briefly, I knew there'd be an Ian Hunter. Yeah. And there was. Yeah. Um, and I think I mentioned the other day, maybe a Greg Lake or an ELP. Yep. But, um, but there wasn't. So, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's going to make some great choices. Yeah. So Chris Cornell, Springsteen, Coldplay and Sting in addition to Ian Hunter. Yeah. Some of my favorite songs. Now, what was the name of the Springsteen song? That was a good one. 
It's called Stones. You know, I don't know that. Is it new? Uh, it's his newest. Uh, is his, it's his newest release, which is on like Netflix. And uh, this is—I told you this, Dermot. He was—he uh, had his band. He's singing with along with his wife in a church, along with an orchestra. And it's more like a documentary than like a whole kind of like video concept. It's a really real kind of thing. It's uh, you know kind of like what you and I do, but or what I would like to do with our band at one point. And uh, yeah, it's a Bruce Springsteen. It's from the documentary video. Call it what you will. New record. Uh, from Western Skies, and it's called Stones. Right, I see it here, Western Stars. Yeah. And uh, track's called Stones. Okay, got it. Yeah, I think it's new. Cool. Yeah. I'll have to listen. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a great track. I mean, I was trying to, speaking to Brent about it, actually what it means, but, you know, you know when Springsteen writes a song, and if it's, anyways, I know what Dancing in the Dark is all about, but Stones is, like, so cool. I'm still trying to figure it out. Well, his body works just so incredible and in how prolific this guy is. Every time you turn around, there's another 10 or 15 songs that he releases on albums. Boggles right. my mind how prolific this guy is. Yeah, prolific is a great word. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, he makes he sure makes you, uh, as a singer-songwriter, not just his vocals alone, but his words sure make you think. Maybe that's what he's trying to do. You know, he's not trying to be specific. He's trying to say, hey, let the... Let the listener figure this one out. And I, I really like that sometimes. Yeah, yeah, could be. So now, Derry, were you surprised by any of these uh, songs on the list? Um, the Springsteen one, I, I was. What else was Chris Cornell? No, I'm not surprised by that. Uh, Ian Hunter, no. What was the other one? Oh, yeah, Sting, no, no surprise there. Mm-hmm. And what did I miss? What was the other one? Coldplay, The Scientist. Yeah, oh, that's, that's a good, that's a that's, great, that's a great tune. Yeah, that's kind of like Dermot, if you think about it, it's like going back to the start, which we're doing like on every record. And as now we go we put a new record out, we're going back to the start. Now it's finally, you know, people starting to see what we've been doing all these years, you know, it's like too cool. Yeah. Yeah, Coldplay's uh, got some great music out there. Love them. So, so one thing that I noticed about the disparity between your songs is that, Derry, you've got all of your songs are from your childhood. And Johnny, most of yours are more contemporary and not old. Yeah. Uh, well, my yeah. childhood. <laughs> I, I'm, I listen uh, to everything. I just listen to everything. Like, there's Shania Twain stuff that I, I'll listen to that I love. I mean, go figure. Shania Twain and Mutt Lang. You know, Mutt Lang and Def Leppard. So if it's a good song, regardless of what genre it is or when it came out or whatever, like if it's a good, if it's a good song, you know, I like it. To me, it's all it's all lyrics and it's all mel- melody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Derry, <laughs> not your childhood, maybe <laughs> your, your teenage years. <laughs> um, well, yeah, Derry still looks like definitely a kid. 70s, yeah. Well, when I start, that's when I started playing guitar, you know. Yeah. And it was Deep Purple and uh, Grand Funk. That's what turned me on to wanting to be in a band. And then the 80s, of course, I mean, when Gabriel Gabriel put out the Soul record in the mid-80s, which is just a classic album, there isn't a bad song on that album. We were listening to that on our tour bus, bombing through the United States for many nights, you know, in what, 86, 87, we would 
be chilling at the end of the night listening to that. Great album. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. yeah. Mm-hmm. Johnny, were you surprised by any of these? Grand Funk, Alice Cooper, Van Halen, Gabriel. Oh, Deep geez, Purple? no. Now that I, uh, now that you mention them, I'm not surprised by any of them. But I can suggest this: these guitar players that uh, Darius, you know, followed all these years. Gotta remember, Darius got in a song. Darius, you know, every song, most great songs are like three. Three minutes, fifty seconds, sometimes four minutes. If you want to take a chance, mm-hmm. Darius got probably a minute tops. So think about it. I got to do a vocal. His guitar solo should be a continuation of my vocal, and he needs to do it in a very short period of time. And yeah. so these guitar players that you mentioned, they all do it, and that's like, so yeah, he's he's had great influences, and it shows. That's a great point. Now, you know, that would lead to a question. Well, I can go I, I can go on further. Sorry, Brent. It's like I've met other guitar players that just want to get up and start wailing away, playing all these notes. It's like there is no melody in here. Meanwhile, you know, this is not what we are. So it, it, I'm like I'm giving a great compliment to Dermot to oh, be able to do you. that. Thank you, Johnny. It's like huh? I, I, just, I think I mentioned this earlier, Brent, that I get, like a solo is just got to be like another verse in the song it's got to sing and it's got to it's got to have its own identity and it's not how many notes it's it's which notes you play yeah yeah exactly and that's what i was going to ask so darius does that go through your mind so when you listen to the song and you know you go to write your solo for it does you know how you convey the solo line up with the lyrics of the song at all i think that vocals are just wasted time in between guitar solos you know <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> that's just I'm, no i'm only kidding that's a guitar player yeah it's I definitely mean, a guitar player thing well let me interject if you go <laughs> off on a tangent i'll be the first one to tell you anyways there you go <laughs> um no you it's like the song i listened down to the song from the from the top you can get so focused in as a guitar player on this four bars that you have for the solo that yeah. a lot of guys just wank off and how many, how flashy can I be? Cause it's all about me. Right. But you gotta, it's gotta be in context with what the vocal is doing. The extension of that, like Johnny said, and you gotta be able to sing it in your head the same as you sing the melody. You know, yeah. like my daughter will do that sometimes when a honeymoon suite song comes on, the solo club, she'll start singing the solo. So that tells yeah. you it's memorable. It's funny. Well, that's a, that's a huge, huge compliment from Leah. I mean, that's great. Those are really the best solos. My favorite solos are the ones that sing like David Gilmore. Perfect. Oh, exactly. Dad, you know? Yeah. Oh, Dermot. Uh, so I just, I was just watching, uh, uh, Pink Floyd, Roger Waters, um, and then uh, Comfort- Comfortably Numb came on, the lead solo came. And, uh, geez, it's just slow hand, right? But it's just it's just moving. It's just like the guy singing, yeah. uh, but it's actually guitar notes. Yeah, no, I agree. It, do- it doesn't matter how many notes. It's how you convey those notes, right? Exactly. Those old blues guys do it best, really. Yeah. So... Any songs either of you expected to appear on each other's lists but didn't? Uh, well, I can only say that Derry had mentioned Greg Lake should be on my list. Yeah. I should have put it on. I mean, Greg Lake was, ever since a 
I was a kid, I, I would try to follow his vocal technique. I, and as a matter of fact, we, we covered the song Father Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was unfortunate that I didn't have a chance to meet Greg. Um, nah, well, it's just one of the ones that I didn't get on the list that I wish was there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mentioned that too, Greg Laker ELP, and I thought maybe a um, Sammy Hagar. Yes. Yes. Um, if you would have given me ten more, uh, five more songs, maybe I'd have, I would have got it right. Yeah, right, man. Five scenes. I mean, I could give you a hundred, right? You're really confined to five. I had to think about that. Yeah, it was. A, it was a. That's tough. Oh, it's it's impossible to do just five. I know that's that's the gripe that guests have when they come on the show. Is like I can't just give you five. You know, it's impossible. Right. Yeah. But but you know what? At the end of the day, five is plenty. Oh, and uh, Johnny, uh, he he mentioned this earlier. It's Don Henley. Oh, I right. know. Yeah, he put out some great great music yeah it's like he's the guy's on he's not human it's like so great boys of summer what a classic right dermot like end of innocence yeah. that whole that whole don henley record is just uh we were up in uh, north of toronto at that point when that record came out and uh some good times listening to that yeah it was so relative mm-hmm. so pertinent to you know what was going on those days was that building the perfect yeah. beast uh, um, I'm not be, sure the title could be. I'm not sure the title. Oh no! Sunset Grill was on that too, I think, right? Oh yeah, what another great track too! Because yeah. there was a there was a Sunset Grill on uh, Queen Street in Toronto. That's right, in the beaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, used to go there all the time. Spend too much money. <laughs> <laughs> so, Derry, if you could add five more songs off the top of your head, what would uh, what would five of them be? Oh, now you put me on the spot. <laughs> How about three? There's so much music. I, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, yeah. Oh, this, this is a this is a great interview because one of the ones I just did recently, uh, the guy gets on the phone and he goes, okay, the show's yours. I go, what do you mean the show's mine? <laughs> he goes, uh, well, mention your name and here are the call letters and uh, take it on. You got, uh, you got 30 minutes. I'm going, oh. what? And it's like, Come on, talk about being stumped. Anyways, it was totally cool, but I'm really digging what's going on right now. Good. So what about you, Johnny? What, um, in, in addition to, oh, sorry, Derry, if you've got your, your tunes. I had one a second ago. <laughs> but I started talking and screwed it up. Sorry, Derry. Yeah, I'll think oh, of okay. it. Uh, give me a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Johnny, how about you? So in addition to the ones that you mentioned, um, any others? Okay, so... On, on this new record, uh, I've been spending. Uh, we started off recording in, in uh, Tennessee, and then uh, producer moved over to England. So I've had a lot of time on the plane, and I'm like now I'm getting on my phone and going through all this new music. There's this new movie out called Bombshell. Okay. Have you heard of it? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Oh, okay. So credits come up, and I don't. This is not part of my list. I'm sure. No. No. What I'm about to say. Um, so this chick starts singing at the end in the credits and, uh, geez, I'm so blind. I can't see who it is cause I'm loving the song. It's called one little soldier. Okay. Her, her name is spelled R E G I N A. You know, assume that it's Regina, like in Canada, like Regina. Yeah. So I walk into the studio. I go, Hey Mike, Hey Krampus, who's this chick? Regina. Yeah. She goes, and he goes, you mean Regina? I go, no, Regina. It's a G-I-N-A. Anyways, this really cool track. It's totally, um, the movie was great. It's about, you know, I'm not even going to get it into it 
what it's about, but it's real. It's, it's a real good movie. And the song was great. Probably overproduced uh, for me and over so much production, yeah. but a um, great little track. And what a, it's just another one of those things, you know, it's just these songs come up and I got to figure out what they are. And then I got to listen to them and listen to them. And, you know, at the end of the day, I always learn something from them. Isn't that great when that happens? You know, you just kind of trip over oh, these geez. songs. Yeah, it's just uh, like so cool. Yeah, it's like it's so cool. But you know the, the weirdest thing I got to tell you, Brent, yeah. is I couldn't see the credits, so I had to get the chick in front of me to go, "Hey, can you uh, <laughs> can you come and read this freaking credit for me?" And she's thinking I'm trying to pick her up, and I don't have anything to do with that shit, right? And I'm just saying, just read it. Yeah, and then she said, "Yeah, it's R E G I N A." So there you go. But she didn't yeah, pronounce she didn't pronounce funny. it for you. That's funny. No, just gave me the spelling, <laughs> and I put it in my phone. <laughs> Sorry, Derek, what were we going to say? Oh, um, I, I remember um, Black Dog or Led Zeppelin. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable trash. Yeah. I'm also, uh, I, saw, I also have a softer side, you know. You do? Um, I love some of the country, or not, not the dumb country. I like the classic. Okay. The classy country, even Americana. So I like the Casey Musgraves. Yeah. Um, a song like Love is a Wild Thing. She's just so, her voice is so pure. Her her writing is just so perfect. Oh, yeah. And her lyrics. So she's an amazing writer. So Love is a Wild Thing is a beautiful song. Yeah. Um, and you know what? You'd be surprised, but I'm a rat. I'm a rat fan. Rat? <laughs> like round and round? Uh, rat, yeah. No way. Get Warren Diamartini. Oh, great, you know, great loving player. Loving you is a dirty thing. Loving you is a dirty job. That's right. I'm the man to do it, you know? Um, <laughs> I love I love the rat stuff. It's 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 fun. It's, it's great. I was into that too when I when I was you know it was what eighty three eighty four out of the cellar came out and wanted man round and round right. I I was a big rat fan too actually. Well, because it, it, they were a good band. I mean, they had two guitar players, but Warren D. Martini was a great player. Oh yeah, so that's that's enough for me. And and Stephen Steve, uh, what's his name? Piercy. Steve Perry or Steve Piercy? Huh? Stephen Piercy. Yeah. Perfect voice. Sounds like a pissed off little kid when he sings. <laughs> you know, you got to hand it to them. They had a sound and his voice is pretty abrasive, but it was perfect for their music. You know, um, I will also mention um, Motley Crue. I'm actually a fan. I wasn't early, but later on, the Dr. Feelgood era. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the one song there with the, um, you know, where Mickey Six wrote about his him dying and then coming back to like kickstart my heart, wild side. Kickstart my heart, yeah. yeah, kick ass, just so good. That's a Bob Rock produced one, so I I love that album. Yeah, I was a Crew fan uh, back around the same time that I was a Rat fan, so I got into those first two records, Too Fast for Love and uh, Shared with the Devil, back uh, <laughs> I want to say eighty three, eighty four. Yeah, uh-huh. growing up in uh, Sudbury. As a young aspiring metalhead, yeah, definitely. Recently, you know, there hasn't been a lot of stuff that's turned my crank in the last ten years because there's really been no band. Everything is all these pop artists um, releasing what I call computer music. It's so plastic sounding. It's all auto tuned and perfect, and it's not even because the vocals don't even sound real. There's no guitar. It just doesn't do anything for me. And there's really no rock bands yeah. that jump out at me, but it'll come back. You're right. You know, oft- oftentimes in the show, I'll be, you know, that old man shaking his fist saying, you know, it's not like it used to be. I do that all the time. <laughs> we have these conversations. 
But uh, yeah, I don't want to be the guy, you know, to get off my lawn guy, <laughs> the old man. But I know what I like. Oh and yeah. If I was sixteen or twenty-one right now, I still wouldn't like it. And same with hip hop. I'm not a fan. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. It has its audience, but I'm a rocker. And uh, there's a lot of new stuff out. I don't want to say I don't like all of them, but I've heard a few things like the new artists, the kids, they do listen to a lot of new music. And there's some great stuff where I actually hear a guitar or I hear a, some <laughs> real musicians yeah. playing and singing. Yeah, no, I agree. You have to turn over some rocks. It is out there, but it's harder to find, I find. Well, because I said before in our interview, there's so much out there, mm-hmm. so much music now, because anybody can make a record and put it out there. There's no filters. There's no regulations. Yeah. Hard to be heard above the millions and zillions of songs. Hard to be heard above the noise, you know? That's it. Yeah. And I think I said last time, you know, music, when you and I were kids, music was everything. But now for people, music is just one thing. It's almost like it, it's a hobby that doesn't really mean much anymore you know it's kind of on in the background or you go down in your basement and make a Mm. record and put it out on the internet and it's just not as um i don't know it just doesn't seem to hold the same meaning to a lot of people anymore no it's too much but you know what Derek? going back to what you were saying about casey musgraves kim mitchell was on the show about a month ago or so and he brought in slow burn do you know that tune Mm -hmm, i do that's a fantastic song yeah yeah uh, yeah, all her stuff is, she's got a very sharp, sharp wit to her. Yeah. And she's broken some of the r- rules of country with her lyrics and her subject matter of, you know, yeah. uh, getting high. And uh, and I like that. She's broken some rules and people still love her. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Johnny, are you, uh, do you get into the country at all? Um, I was just going to say, one of my biggest talents is knowing when to shut up. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was... <laughs> Now, some of the bands that you mentioned, I've never heard of. Um, Gary's connotation with Tennessee is because I believe that's where um, uh, Leah, his daughter, works mm-hmm. musically out of. So that's some cool things that you guys have said. But you know, let's go back to rap. Is he the guy who gets up on stage with uh, stripes and uh, spandex on? And Gary, did we not play with rap at one point? You might have, I think. Um <laughs> Uh, no, we never we never played with them, Johnny. But one time we were in L.A. Okay, um, doing a press thing for something, and had all these bands. And Stephen Stephen Piercy came on our bus in the morning. Okay, there was a like I don't know what it was. All these bands were there doing press or something. And Rat was there. Piercy comes right. on our bus, and it was like ten in the morning. He goes, "He got anything to drink?" And so we <laughs> made him. <laughs> He, he oh wanted my. a vodka, vodka orange. He made a big screwdriver and sat in the bus. He said, hey, I you need know to what? drink bad. I knew, I knew there was, I know, I don't remember that, but I knew there was some connotation with that band. And uh, yeah, well, Derry, that's some pretty rocking stuff. I mean, <laughs> I'm never going to sing like that. And as for some of these country artists that you just spoke of, no, I don't know them. It's not that I don't uh, don't want to listen to them. It's just that I, I don't search like online. It's just for some odd reasons songs just probably get them mostly through movies so there you go well, country country has gone pretty rock in the last five years they've actually gone quite 80s mm-hmm. a lot the 80s influences in country a lot and a lot of the time i'll listen to country like not the dumb country the pickup trucks and the long neck buds and the daisy dukes i hate that shit yeah. but it's the other country that's somewhat intelligent 
and you actually, I like country radio because it's the only place you can actually hear guitars mm-hmm. on the radio. Right. And the production, the way they're producing some of these country bands is pretty rocking. Like if you listen to a Jason Aldean record, the drums and the guitars are in your face or Eric Church, that stuff, it, it's pretty rocking. It's almost rock, but it it's country in its, its nature. So yeah. Oh, cool. kind of pushing the boundary. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I'll have to look into that stuff. The lines between genres are blurred now, I find, especially with country and other genres, especially rock. Oh, my God. Yeah. You've even got rap and hip hop in country songs now. That's right. It's uh, it's a little mixed up. Who just did that? But it's good. Wasn't it, um, what's his name, the Achy Breaky Heart guy? Billy Ray Cyrus just did. Exactly. Didn't he do that? Um, oh, Oh, probably. You know, one, one, one person gets a hit with it and then everybody else jumps on it. See, that's, I hate that about the music industry and you guys must hate that so much too, right? So one hit and then everybody lines up behind and says, okay, let's, let's milk this for all it's worth. Yeah. Well, that's the way it's always been. Um, especially in the eighties when rat got signed to a label, then every other label had to have a band like rat yeah. or not like crew. They all had to have one. But I think when honeymoons, we were lucky because we put such a variety of music on our records. We're not really pigeonholed into 10, 10 of the same songs when we put an album out. I think we have a really a real variety in our sound, but it all works within the context of, of Johnny's voice and what we do. Yeah. So I think we're, that that's good and you can see how our songs is like stood the test of time yeah 30 years you know and they're still getting played oh yeah right and the other thing too is we we've not stopped we've uh, remained current i mean there was a record two records prior to this these last two singles that we put out so the band has always had like a great fan base from the very beginning and they treated us right and we're giving it back to them yeah yeah, and as I mentioned during your episode, that that is your legacy. You know, fans like me grew up with you guys, and you know, you hear those songs like "Burning in Love" or "Wave Babies," whatever it is, and there's a memory pool there to enjoy, right? And it, it's fantastic. You know, those times are gone, but you can always go back to that, and that song is there for you, and you can revisit it any time. That's a very cool thing. That's uh, that's an honor. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm a I'm a big fan, as you both know. So. I appreciate it. Well, thanks, Brent. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. This has been great. Yeah. So one one last question for you guys. What honeymoon sweet song or songs make each of your skin vibrate? Huh. Another stomper. <laughs> there you go. Um What gives you the shivers when you play it? There's so many. <laughs> you know, I think one of my favorite songs to play actually is Love Changes Everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I just like it. I like the chords. I like the solo in it. And it's, it, we played it at the end of the night. That's one of my favorite ones. Yep. Uh, I think, and of course, new girl now will always be special. Oh yeah. Cause when we launch into that, you know, the place goes nuts, but that song has been good to us. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Uh, I have to, John, I, have to I have to tend towards the ballads. Uh, still loving you as I, I can always, uh, I don't know, somehow something hits me with that track. I mean, when I sing it, the the people can, you know, they feel what I'm singing, you know. Yeah, um, yeah you know, it's it's not a new girl now. It's not a love changes everything. It's just the lyric. And I think it uh, it means a lot, you know, especially since the day we started. 
And um, one of the cool things was is Still Loving You is uh, off our singles record. So that was uh, the end of our contract. You know, the band puts out, like, has a contract. Well, we were with Warners, and I think it was for, like, 10 years, five albums, plus a singles record and all. We fulfilled it. Mm -hmm. And Still Loving You was part of the singles record, which we didn't have to do. But we did. So it means a lot to me. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we do uh, amazing vocal on that song. It's definitely uh, turned out to be a, a song that's lived for, you know, a long time. It's been a favorite. Definitely. Another hit. We're so lucky. Yes, we are. Just got to stay healthy. That's yeah, all. that's it. You guys must, uh, you must be looking forward to getting back out on the road. Oh, geez. Not just that, just keeping our heads on. I mean, this is the first time for Terry and I in so long that we've um, well, Derry and I really never have really that much time like to sit around. Derry's always working. I'm always doing something. Either it's music or something. But these last couple of years have been crazy for the band. Like we've done a lot of a lot of shows and and uh, thinking. I was saying to myself, "Geez, I wouldn't mind some time off." And then, "Geez, wouldn't you know it? I get it." But I didn't want it like this. Careful what you, you know? wish for. I didn't want it yeah. like this. And it's like, yeah, how about a year off? Yeah, it's like, come on. But you know, it's been good. Like we're. The upside of this is some really great things happening with our band. We, we put out these two singles, we almost finished the record. Yeah. Um, but this new one is charting. That's the first time we've landed on the charts in probably somewhere around 18 years. Yeah. And it's made it really busy. I'm always writing and playing at home. I'm sure practicing a lot and more songs are coming out. So because the record's not done, I'm going to keep writing because sometimes the best songs come in maybe at the end so it's not over till it's over and on top of that we're all shooting we're, we're shooting a video for uh find what you're looking for so i'm going to be shooting my stuff at my house this weekend and everybody else is going to be shooting video so that's awesome it's um it's a new thing and it's kind of fun so we're actually quite busy for not having any dates exactly yeah virtual shooting by yourself without the band and without having the energy coming off the rest of the band like together you know there's that certain energy there yeah. now we're having to do it by ourselves it's quite difficult it's challenging i don't know if i like it much um yeah but now we're going to shoot uh i guess everybody's going to send their shoot their, shoot them uh, film themselves and send the files off and hope for the best like we always do yeah yeah well it's a bit adaptability really right and there will be a time when you guys get back together and it's going to be pretty magical. Yeah. Well, you want to survive in this business. You have to, uh, you have to adapt to the new model. You can't, can't be jaded and complain about everything because nobody cares about your opinion. Just move on. And okay, you're not selling records anymore than just adapt to use the internet to your advantage. You know, there's always just adapt. Exactly. And be smart. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I totally agree. Cool. So the new single is "Find What You're Looking For." Great tune. I, I've been watching it. It's up above twenty now, isn't it? Good. Twenty, twenty-three. So many different charts. I, think it's, I, th I thought. I think it hit twenty-three on the um, the Billboard, like the uh, rock rock chart. Yeah. Whatever I was looking yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Which and cl it's climbing. Great. I mean, it's just like it's, it's awesome. It's fantastic. I see. I I had I had seen one chart. It was like a top 10 chart of the most recent downloads or the most downloads in, in the last week. And uh, it was Drake, number one, 
And it was like uh, honeymoon suite number eight or nine. There you go. It's like go figure. It's yeah. It was like wow. What a what a crazy crazy times, but good times, you know. To be on the same chart, yeah, somebody like that. But you know, I will close out here by saying we all get asked the question. You remember the first time you heard your song on the radio? Yeah. First time we heard New Girl Now and all that. Of course, and every time it comes on, it never, it never gets old. And then to hear the new song on the radio. I'm like a kid again. It's, it's, that <laughs> never gets old. That's a that I love that. You know, that's it's so really great. cool. I love that. Well, that, well said, Dermot. That's uh, I totally echo you. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, well, you know, sure. I, I'm I could not be happier that you guys are still around and still cranking out music. So thank you. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure, guys. Yeah, man. The new single, "Find What You're Looking For." Johnny D and Derry Grand, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. I really appreciate your time, guys. Thank you, Brent. What a pleasure. Thanks, Brent. You're very welcome. All right, this has been No Sleep Till Sudbury with Brent Jensen and my special guests, Johnny and Derry from Honeymoon Suite. Till next time, folks. Take good care. Brent Jensen is the best-selling author of No Sleep Till Sudbury, Leftover People, and All My Favorite People Are Broken. All titles available in stores and on Amazon Worldwide.